Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. Welcome back, my friends. Today, we have a special guest who helps Shopify star owners sell over $150 million in the last four years worth of print-on-demand products. We have with us Christopher Hamsey, founder of T-Launch. How's it going, Christopher? Very well. How about you? Very good. So, Christopher, uh, those $150 million that you help sellers sell basically is you supply them with the tool to be able to sell those $150 million. Is that right? So, yeah, we provide, um, you know, we have an app. And the app allows you to, you know, take your image and create not only the mock-ups, but the products inside of Shopify. And then when a customer places an order, orders come to us, we print and ship and send to your customer and send you the tracking number. Okay, cool. So, so you have this, you've been running this and started it four years ago, is that right? Correct. How did you get into this? So it was a, um, you know, first step was like loving the technology. Like print on demand has obviously been around since the... Uh, late 50s, but um, you know, print on demand in terms of uh, DTG, which is direct to garment, uh, it's a relatively new technology. And so, uh, kind of took the plunge, spent almost 200 grand on a machine about six years ago. And then we've spent two years just bleeding money because <laughs> mm-hmm. we didn't really know what to do with it. Uh, you know, print on demand has you know certain strengths. You know, it's not really for everyone because obviously, if you can, you know, if it's a simple design that you can, you know, you want a hundred of. You don't really, and you have the money to buy it up front. You don't really need print on demand, but print on demand, it's really well for these, um, you know, store owners who don't have a lot of money, don't have an idea of what's going to sell. You know, because in the early days of, of like, I say most of our customers come from, from the Teespring days of, they sit there and every day you're putting up, you know, twenty thirty designs. Every day you figure out that you know twenty eight of them aren't going to work, and then you yep. just push those uh, the two that that do work. Exactly, exactly that. I know what you're talking about. So we basically, we spent, you know, a lot of years losing money and then we kind of stumbled upon a few Facebook groups just talking about this new way of selling t-shirts with, you know, Facebook ads and Teespring kind of came out at the same time. And all these people just figured out, man, this is before we never had the, the targeting options that we have with Facebook. Because before it was just, you know, Google AdWords and you can, you know, tell by what they're searching for, what they're kind of looking for. But Facebook just opened up a whole new world. And so we took the plunge, you know, invested all the money we had left in the world in this app. Hmm. And it just took off. Uh, luckily, it kind of saved the whole the whole business. So this app is to connect your so you connects to your Shopify store. Is that right? Correct. It kind of connects our system to anybody's uh, Shopify store. Okay. And right now, it's only available for Shopify platform. Correct. Okay. And Christopher, is it only for t-shirts? No. So we started, you know, we first started four years ago, it was all t-shirts because that's kind of what people were, uh, that's what Teespring started with and that's what people were yeah. used to selling. But now in the last two years, it's gone in so many different directions. Like we do, you know, we do posters and laser etched tumblers and cutting boards and canvases. And I mean, we probably have over a hundred and some product types because as people's stores evolved and aged over time, um, very few people found success just selling t-shirts. They realized that, hey, I got this list of hundred thousand people that bought a shirt from me that said world's best mom pretty sure they might also want to buy a world's best mom blanket or cutting board or, or other item yeah that's very uh very true right then a lot of people you could add um uh, bigger cart values by having those different things with the uh with the same saying 
so uh, I'm looking at your site right now, Christopher, and I see, for example, a say white coffee mug is pretty inexpensive. It's three dollars and fifty. Is this me as a store owner? Is this all I'm going to pay when I order this white mug uh, with a custom print? Yeah, so that's the entire product cost. On top of that, there's shipping. But yeah, that's the the total product cost is what's what's listed there. There's no additional fees. So I don't even need to touch the product, right? I just own the website. My client can upload their own image to my site. You're going to print it. You're going to ship it to them, and you take your cut out of uh, automatically out of the store. Is that is that how it works? Uh, basically, so there's two types of products. There's basically stock products. So if you can say, you know, you create a design that says "World's Best Mom," put it in your yeah. store, the customer buys that particular mug. We also have what we call personalizable products where you can say, okay, now we're going to do, you know, world's best mom is in kind of a frame. And in the middle, you can add your mom's picture. And those are what we call personalizable uh, products. We have have both of them. Yeah. So we can do both. That's so cool. Yeah. So uh, before there was uh, basically what was available was either or. And this was back in the day because to be completely honest, between two of us and, and everybody else that's listening, <laughs> I, I did try this before, right? Every, every online entrepreneur likes trying different things. And I tried it before and I cannot remember what service I use. But um, when you say we launched 30 t-shirts and 20 of them will fail, I know that because every time I launch 30, uh, 30 would fail, right? <laughs> or or it's not they would be uh, huge failures, but they, there was nothing that was a success, right? And then again, there was um, printing issues. What if the customer tells me that there was a printing issue on my, I don't know, bamboo coaster? How do I deal? With, how do I deal with that? Yep, you just email us and we'll send them another one. We have, you know, any sort of defect in the printing of the product itself. Yeah, we just mm-hmm. either get the customer a refund or send them a new one. Man, that is so cool. So why should I use uh, Shopify uh, instead of any other um, platforms? Or why did you build just specifically for for Shopify? Yeah, I mean, initially, we only had enough money to do one. So Shopify was one where every, the majority of people from kind of the Teespring days, they all kind of migrated that direction. Uh, Obviously, it's gone a lot of different directions since then, because Shopify isn't quite, uh, you know, they're not super friendly to foreign sellers, you know, and they obviously... You know, have a have a, uh, a little bit harsh when they think you're selling infringing designs, and they'll shut your store down. So a lot of people have migrated different directions, and then we do have more integrations in development. Um, but mm-hmm. what's fun about Shopify is since you can install on any server anywhere, and there's a lot of problems that can happen if the server itself is slow or it's misconfigured. And so Shopify was the the right choice for the first the first integration. Okay, yeah, I personally think Shopify is like super quick to to open. And I guess Google always favors websites that are that are quick to to open up, right? Yep. Okay. So uh, earlier you mentioned that uh, shipping costs for this are an extra fee, right? But it's it's T-Launch that's doing the shipping, and will you sh- right? It is. Correct. Yep. Okay. And the shipping costs are they're inside. So on the kind of the call it the marketing side of the of the of the site, it doesn't have all the nitty gritty listed in there. But once you get into the app, it kind of explains to you because you know for us we have shipping facilities all over the world. So you know if you get a uh, so like a canvas canvas wall art, you know, that can be printed in either U.S., Canada, U.K., Australia, Spain, Mexico. So it depends on where it's being printed and shipped from. Uh, depends on what the shipping cost is. So it's kind of like there's a little chart. 
but set, oh. set up a graph that shows what the costs are depending that, on where. That makes sense. That's what I was going to ask you is if you ship to to most of the world. I know there are certain countries that that most platforms don't uh, don't deal with, uh, but all the normal ones you do ship to those as well. Correct. Yeah, we have basically we take the there's a list of what they call IPA countries, which is the the most popular ones and that they have the highest deliverability. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ship to everything, but yeah, we definitely tell people. I mean, be careful when you know Nigeria and some of these countries that again it'll probably get there. But once basically what happens is once our post office gives it to their post office, there's not a lot you can do and not a lot a lot of visibility in some of these countries. So. Exactly. So right now, let's say if there's a sale into the U.S., Canada, Australia, whatever. Inside my Shopify, as an admin, am I able to track its position? Correct. Yep. So right now, all the there's a few exceptions that um, that don't have you know end end tracking, but yeah, otherwise, uh, the minute it leaves, you'll know exactly when it gets there. All right, hey, Christopher. I know a few years ago there was there was many people that that were making millions uh, selling selling print on the man, and I always wish I was one of those, but I was never very I, I I couldn't design anything. I was not not very creative. So, uh, are there still a lot of people making a lot of money with print on demand? There is. I mean, it, it's definitely changed. I mean, before you could have, you know, a very ugly website with four or five designs and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now you really have to treat it like a brand. I mean, you really have a, a you know well designed website, a lot of different products. You know, you're not probably going to make all your money on the first sale because Facebook ad costs are so expensive. You really got to work your, you know, upsells, downsells, email list. So yeah, definitely a lot of people. I mean, I wouldn't think the the market's definitely not shrinking, um, but it's a little less easy. And so the guys who have uh, kind of remained, are the guys who really understand the power of data, really how to like, um, you know, make money on the second, third, and fourth sale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first one should be a, either loss or break even. Just bring the customer to the platform, then try to upsell them. And if I want to do those, these upsells, it, in that case, that has to do just with my another Shopify app, right? It's not something that I do directly inside of T-Launch, right? Yeah, no, that that functionality okay. will have to, you know, because we're really, just all ours does is, is it does the fulfillment and product creation. But yeah, all the the store functionality is done through other apps. Okay, and... What are the fees that I have as a seller? Let's say I start a store today or anybody that's listening wants to start a, a store today. We have the regular $29 or whatever it is that for Shopify fee that it's, of course, nothing to do with T-Launch. And then besides the cost of my um, Tumblr or the, the, you know, the air freshener that I can pick on your site, do I have any other costs like a monthly fee? Nope. T-Launch has no, no monthly fee. Okay, so I have just the cost of the product. Correct. Nice. Do you know how many customers you have as of right now for T-Launch? I mean, I know, you know, overall, you know, we've had over 130,000 installs in the last four years. You know, active customers is probably in the, you know, 20,000 range. Wow, that's really good. And uh, how about any success stories from some of your users? Do you know any personally and how successful they have become? I mean, uh, I can't name names, but yeah, we've had a lot of um, a lot of customers have seen. You know, we have the brands that obviously have seen longevity and they've been successful for the last four years. We've seen some people that you know, really tiny sellers that had one genius idea threw it on Etsy because we have an Etsy integration 
and sold, you know, 20,000 coffee mugs. So it's really like, it's an interesting field right now because although it's not as easy as it used to be, there's still no barriers to being successful. Because again, we've seen people that, again, they're just, uh, you know, stay-at-home moms that are just dinking around on, on Etsy, come up with a design, throw it out there. You know, somebody picks it up on some blog or Etsy puts it in their email and you can sell, you know, thousands of units pretty easily. Yeah. Do, do you have a, a, a seller account as well? Do you still have one? So I play around with it. I've never been successful. I think it's, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, a skill set that I'm just not good at. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, it's not about, it's, it's funny to see you kind of study what our sellers are doing and there's no, it's not like you don't need a really good talent in terms of design because a lot of stuff that can be you know, outsourced to people know what they're doing, but to really understanding your end customer, what they need, what they buy. I mean, that's a really powerful skill that you kind of feel like you have it or don't have it. And some of these people have really, uh, especially I think a lot of it's due because the niche they focus on are ones that they're also passionate about. Yeah. So a retired firefighter is going to understand firefighters way better than, you know, uh, than I would. So. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then if you get into the niche where, uh, that's so niche down that, uh, or niche that you're the only one, then of course, nobody besides you is going <laughs> to buy that. Right. Yeah. So, um, here checking out the site here, if I click on a product, uh, there's a download template option. I'm guessing this template is to be able to to do the drawings, to do the designs for for this coffee mug, for example. Correct. And so, unlike a lot of other apps, I mean, we really are kind of exacting on our templates. Mm-hmm. You know, some of you can just put anything in there, and then you kind of drag it around and, and do all that. But for us, we really want it to be uh, perfect. So each product has its own template. So basically, if you're designing for that coffee mug. You would just take your design, throw it on top of that template to make sure it's formatted correctly. Yeah. Um, and then that's what you use to upload it into our app. Okay. So on my, on my Shopify store as uh, in the admin area, I'm not going to have a, a built-in option where I just uh, a few clicks, drag and drop, and I make a stick figure. That's not the case, right? Yeah, not in our app. I mean, initially that was... You know, for us, the, the sellers that we focused on were ones that either had designers or were designers. Yeah. And this system is meant for, for them. It's not really built for somebody who doesn't have any uh, design capabilities. Uh, and just because, like I said, Tao was built originally. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it's still, again, even though you can't do it in the app itself, you can still, you know, most people have, you know, GIMP or Photoshop or whatever and can do all that stuff and then just save it and upload it. And these, the mugs, t-shirts, whatever it is, uh, they're all being supplied by, by T-Launch or is it a third party? So we have a mixture of both. You know, we have our own facilities to do certain core items. And then we also, because we really wanted to provide um, a variety of products, some that we have no competency in making. So yeah. we do have a network of over 27 different vendors that we work with. Like, for example, we have just added a product a month ago, these balloons. So basically, you can do custom balloons for you know, any event. And so that's something that there's only one guy in the country that does this type of balloon. So um, we kind of had to broaden our network to give the customers the variety of products that we really wanted to. Okay. And how big is the the team right now? He's pretty small. There's only five of us. Okay. And that from, from coders and everything, do you do coding yourself? Yeah, we have two, two developers, um, two customer service people, or one customer service person. Or, yeah. So six of us then. Two customer service and two designers. Okay, very good. And you do you do any 
programming or coding? Myself? No, I mean, yeah. I know enough to be dangerous, but no, it's a little bit uh, above my my skill set. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that uh, the term, enough to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Christopher, what are, for example, the top sellers that you have on, on T-Launch? Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, four years ago, it was 100% apparel, and we've slowly seen apparel still the dominant. I mean, it's um, probably 40% of the business, mm-hmm. but we've seen stuff like we have these laser-etched tumblers. So it's kind of like um, a Yeti-style drinkware, and those are just skyrocketed in popularity, especially on Etsy. Uh, wall canvas, again, it's a product that has a really high perceived value and a kind of a low actual cost. So that's a real good one. Uh, coffee mugs, again, it's one of those, they've gotten less popular because in the early days when Facebook wasn't so uh, expensive, you know, people could sell a $20 coffee mug and make money. But now to get a conversion for under 10 bucks is, you know, very, very hard. So those have waned in popularity a bit. But uh, yeah, it's really, you know, blankets are super hot, especially this time of year. Um, we have these fleece, super soft fleece blankets yeah, yeah. at uh, around the holidays just go like gangbusters. And is there, for example, if I want to use your templates, do I require a special um, a tool? Like, for example, to do the Amazon March, you need a Adobe, um, is it Adobe Illustrator account? Do I need any special tools to be able to design um, the template that you give me? Yeah, you don't. It's, it's a PDF, so it opens up in any any software program. And we really, you know, we recommend Photoshop just because it's the if you have questions, that's what our team is most mm-hmm. comfortable with because that's what we do most of our designing in. And that's one of those things too, where although it used to be very, very expensive, now with Creative Cloud, you know, 25, 30 bucks a month, you can have Photoshop. Um, and so a lot of people offer that. But we've seen some of the free, the free softwares. Um, people have had success, you know, designing those too. And then is it the seller's responsibility to check for the copyrights of, of the designs that they're going to upload? Yes, it is. I mean, we've seen like... You know, because of all the, uh, the issues in the past, most of these factories are actually, you know, they're writing uh, programs to search for this kind of stuff. So while, the, while copper infringement was like very, very rampant, you know, when we first started, you know, when their mother was putting, you know, a logo, uh, a team logo on a shirt, yeah. um, the energy's done a pretty good job self-policing. Um, you know, from Shopify's side, they're policing it. From our side, we're policing it. And so most people have just realized that, um, you know, they're used to they're, the kind of out this um, very blatant copper infringement is not healthy yeah. for anybody. So Exactly. And you find that uh, the people that do those, there's really blatant ones. Is it really because they don't know or is some sometimes just pure badness, I guess? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I can't speak for them, you know, specifically, but I think they just don't care. I mean, we've noticed in our business, most of them are foreign sellers who aren't necessarily worried about breaking U.S. laws because they can't be touched. Yeah. Obviously, if you're a U.S. seller, you're a little bit more worried about it because they can actually find you or have some jurisdiction over you. But um, yeah, it's really, I think it's, 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 it's even like now, like before, I think a lot, of, a lot of buyers, when they saw this infringing kind of shirt, they maybe assumed it was okay and didn't think anything of it. Now, I think most consumers are savvy enough to know if it's a, you know, it's a T-chip website with, a, you know, an uh, NFL logo. It's not a legit shirt, and they don't they don't buy like they used to. So I think the, in general, the whole industry is kind of just from the customers to the sellers to the printers. They've just um, you know either self policed or it just doesn't make yeah. sense anymore to spend you know to launch those kind of campaigns. Exactly, because then you end up going to spend money because you're going to have to advertise a product that more than likely will be 
shut down in in no time. Correct. Yeah, uh, Christopher, this is fantastic. I'm looking at the site right now, and there's everything I can think of. I can make my own running shoes, uh, cork coasters, uh, platters, posters, pillows. Man, uh, you know, as, as soon as uh, as soon as we're done here to show, I'm, I'm going to have to get my own store. I'm going to try again because you can actually create a a brand with this, right? Basically. I can de- I design the products or just have a logo and print the logo on on everything. I don't have to worry about stocking. I don't have to worry about running out of stock. And is there is there that risk of running out of stock? Um, no. So all the uh, the blank goods. I mean, they're stocked in so much quantity. Like one of the guys that does coffee mugs for us. At any one time, he has one to two million blank mugs sitting in their warehouses because they come from China. And so and that's the fun part about it. Like if you're ordering your own stock, let's say you're, you know, ordering your own, uh, your own stuff in China and you basically say, Hey, I'm going to order these hundred shirts, put my logo on it, sit in a warehouse. Um, if those sizes don't sell that design flops, I mean, although the cost is less, there's a lot of risk there versus this. I mean, you can just, you can scale to infinity because really, I mean, the way, way our system works is we have multiple vendors for each product type. So yeah. I've really built a robust system to say, okay, if now if you, like we had this person that did, um, had this mug that went crazy on Etsy. And you know, we had to scale up from zero to 10,000 mugs in a week because we have multiple facilities, you know, located you know, all around the country and internationally. Uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't that difficult to kind of just go from zero to 10,000. Yeah, that is really fantastic. So is there, for example, certain industries have a standard markup? So if you're dealing, I don't know, with, supplements or food or something in this case is there such thing as a, a standard markup let's say i buy a, a power bank for 11 dollars from t launch and am i supposed to sell it for 29.99 or is it kind of open for i mean generally i think most people do two to three times markup just because you know to get a sale on facebook it's you know incredibly expensive nowadays so mm-hmm. it let anything less than double your money um you're gonna have trouble actually making money yeah. um on other platforms that say like amazon or etsy we've seen people use less um less margins because they don't have the ad cost and they're trying to be more competitive on um you know making sales because then they can use you know the list or whatever to be you know or get the rankings up and so it really depends i mean we really have to kind of work backwards and say you know what you think your your cost per conversion is um, and then say, okay, do I have enough margin? That's why like most people don't use mugs as the start of their funnel because there's just not enough margin to actually break even on the first sale. And so they usually pick more expensive items. Like canvas is really popular because you know, you can buy, let's say our biggest canvas right now is 32 by 48. So this is a massive like three by four canvas. Mm-hmm. You know, you can sell that thing for, you know, $200, but your cost is 65. So if you like do three X on that, you know, say you sell for 200 cost is 65, you can spend. 60 bucks in ads and still make 60 bucks in profit. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, I really like, I'm looking at the glass cutting boards. I have some really good ideas for those, uh, basically as, cause I could also create these and, and use them as branding giveaways. If I want to, let's say I have a couple different brands that sell, let's say my supplement brand. And I could also, create items here as giveaways that I want to give my customers and I create them. Is there a way as an admin that I can create these and then 
to give away to customers and you just ship them for me as well? Yep, to the, the back end of the app, you can what they call manual orders. So basically then it doesn't, you don't, no one has to go through the checkout and then obviously pay the markup and then, then you can just, it just charge you right at what your, uh, what your cost is. And we have a lot of customers that do that. You know, big businesses that'll use like Tumblr. Tumblr is a really good giveaway because yeah. it's something that, because uh, really in the, in the giveaways world, you want to do something that they're going to use all the time and then kind of see your brand. And, yes. and so the tumblers are one where you're using that thing every day and then you see, you know, XYZ supplements that just reminds you that, hey, am I running low? Do I need to buy more? And so, yeah, there's a lot of those products where they're kind of everyday things. Coffee mug is another good one because it's so inexpensive. Um, a lot of people do that. Uh, we have some corporate clients that do it as kind of employee gifts. Um, and that way they can just, um, you know, reinforce you know, loyal to the, to the job. And, you know, we have personalization options too. So that's one thing other, and that's one big thing that I think people haven't really caught on yet, but it's a big, big trend right now. It's personalization because most people are willing to spend more money for something that's personalized versus a stock item. Cause obviously if it has a picture of your kid on it, it's worth more to you than, uh, you know, some generic, um, world's best dad mug. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a lot of people be successful with personalization. And that's why I've really built out. Like now we have, by the end of this week, we'll probably have 30, 40 products that, you know, all can be personalized. And so it gives you this other, this, this other uh, marketing tool. Because again, if you're fighting against everybody and their mother on Facebook trying to sell, you know, World's Best Dad canvas, um, and I say, hey, for the same amount of money, you can actually put your dad's photo on it. It just gives you a leg up on your competition. Yeah, of course. And then is there any tools that you recommend uh, using together in combination with T-Launch and Shopify? So I mean, really, like I said, Photoshop's our go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of th- ways like people get kind of discouraged right away. It's like, Oh, how can I think of a design? So we tell people there's a lot of places where like, there's a, um, there's a lot of really cheap free designs. So for example, say you go on Etsy, Etsy has a, a side of it. Um, we can buy they're um, they're called cricket design. So basically it's like a one color vinyl design. And so there's like 10 million different designs on here that you can use on either. Um, so cutting boards and tumblers are, are laser etched. So they're not, it's basically, it's, it's either etched or not etched, so black or white. So a one-color design is really easy to do. So there's all these designs out there that says, um, based on all these niches, and they're a dollar a piece, you can literally take that design, throw it into Photoshop, make the right file in 30 seconds. I have a design for a cutting board or a tumbler, and um, it's, just, it's really easy. And then you know, people get discouraged, too. It's like, I don't know how to run ads. Start on Etsy. Even though Etsy's gotten more competitive in the last year, um, it's definitely worth starting out on because you can get sales without running ads. Um, you can really understand what people like because an Etsy system with likes and all this stuff, you can really kind of test designs before you start throwing money after it. So I tell people, if you don't, if you don't know where to start, um, start there because with, like with T-Launch, you can do for $9 a month, they have this, um, an option on Shopify where you get no store, but you can still have Shopify. Yeah. And then it can connect Shopify to our Etsy integration or Shopify to the Amazon integration and you can still run your store through Shopify, even though you're not, you don't have a, like a real site that you send you know, people to. But you can kind of test for only $9 a month, mm-hmm. um, you know, Etsy and Amazon and eBay and whatever other, because they have a lot of different connections from Shopify to you know, third-party sites. Yeah, I'm guessing this is probably how Grant Cardone gets a 10x of everything, like shoes, shirts, shower curtains. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> I, I got to start branding, uh, get some branding like, just like that and get notebooks, uh, core coasters, shower curtains. This is incredible. 
How about tools? Uh, since we're talking about tools, how about tools that you you use yourself in your business? What are your favorite ones? So, you know, I use Photoshop every day. We use uh, Slack for communicating with the team. Nice. Uh, which is nice because uh, although we're in the same office, um, it's just a really easy way to organize things. Like we have, I've used it for six years. So I have stuff saved from six years ago where I'm, you know, an idea was, you know, shelled. Now I bring it back to life. I just have to search in Slack and I find, you know, everything I could ever need or want. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, then the basic stuff, you know, Gmail and, and Google Docs. And, but yeah, it's really focused on pretty much Slack and Photoshop are two, uh, two go to tools. Yeah, perfect. And and another one should be, as we were talking here before the air, a Google Drive, a big Google Drive. Yes. Or, <laughs> or yeah. something where you can upload uh, your stuff to the cloud so you don't lose it like I did. Yeah, I had the same uh, issue three years ago. I lost about 400 gigs. So now I do, everything's backed up to Dropbox, but I also have a local drive too because uh, I actually had it all backed up to Dropbox, but then I lost Somehow I lost access to the uh, email address that was attached to that account, mm-hmm. and I just lost everything. So now I back things up two different ways because yeah, there's nothing worse than like, and then not knowing like you have all this stuff from, you know like for you you know decades worth of stuff you don't know what you actually lost or what you couldn't find because you just you leave it there waiting for it to be there when you want it. You don't really catalog exactly. what's there. Yeah, and every now and then you remember one more thing that that was there and like oh. That's one something unique. It's not the kind of stuff that you can go on the internet and grab. And exactly. I'm not even talking about personal pictures or anything like that because it's mostly a work laptop, but there's stuff in there that are unique. And I guess with so many years working uh, with computers and stuff, I guess someday I would learn, right, like most people, but uh, it seems like no. <laughs> Very good. Christopher. For the people that are listening and just like me, they want to start a, a tea launch store right now. Uh, where do they go and how do they start? So the best way to look is uh, go to the Shopify app store and search for tea launch. Um, because the best way to really understand what we do and how we work is to uh, uh, you know, make a Shopify store. If you have one, just install the tea launch app. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out directly. Uh, email address is Christopher at tlaunch.com. And when I get uh, my tea launch app, is there a trial period? Or actually, you don't need there's it no because yep. there's no cost. Yeah, even better. That is fantastic. Christopher, thank you so much. This is fantastic. I'm not kidding when I say I'm going to start a store right away because my wife's been wanting one for her plant-based stuff. And I am, uh, I'm going to get one done for her and then we're going to let her manage it. Sounds good. If you have any questions, let me know. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for being here. And it was a pleasure. Yes, thank you.